Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Welcome to the Mamas con Ganas podcast. That's mamas as in, hey mama, y te traemos episodios para que tengas las ganas de motivarte, surgir y triunfar. Don't be a mama con drama. Let's be mamas con ganas. I'm your host, Valentina Izara. On this episode of the Mamas Con Ganas podcast, I'm going to be talking about overcoming perfectionism. Ooh, this is going to touch some buttons, some hot buttons today. <laughs> I have been wanting to talk about this uh, subject. I actually had written on my mirror, on my bathroom mirror. It's where I jot down a bunch of my ideas. Like when I can't seem to get them out of my head and I need to externalize them, I write things with the erasable, erasable marker on my bathroom mirror and it's been sitting there for a couple of weeks and it was overcoming perfectionism because it's um there's a lot of things I have to say about this topic <laughs> as a recovering perfectionist <laughs> myself um you know this is a, a very dear topic to my heart mamacita because uh I think that it's one of those things that I've really had to work through And working through the perfectionism and looking at, you know, what I considered reasonable standards and then analyzing them and then stepping into a, a space where I consider myself now not so much a perfectionist, but a high achiever. Um, it's really changed my life. Just changing my um my perception of myself when I considered myself, you know, before I used to consider myself like a perfectionist in some ways. I, I don't think I ever said it out loud, but I know in my head, I was always looking for perfection. And now instead of saying that, because I realized that perfectionism wasn't really helping me um, progress, progress in my life. Now I consider myself a high achiever and there are some big differences, first of all, uh, between both of those words, perfectionism versus being a high achiever. Um, the main one is the fact that, you know, as a high achiever, of course, you're going to value progress, but you tend to focus more on the positive things rather than when you are focused on perfection and on being a perfectionist, you tend to be really, 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 really hard on yourself. So first of all, I want to say, um, if you're listening to a self-help podcast, chances are your standards are pretty high. We tend to be high achievers, people who look for self-improvement and for self-development because we always are looking to improve. <laughs> and I have to say that um, progress and work ethic and just improvement, that desire to keep progressing is actually what makes companies improve, what makes people improve in general, you know, what makes us take a look at ourselves and, and want to improve in our personalities and in our 
communication skills in every aspect of our lives. So, you know, when you're listening to this, please don't think that I'm throwing out high achievement out the window. What I am talking about when I talk about overcoming perfectionism is about overcoming that aspect of yourself that thinks that everything has to be lined up and perfect before you actually start taking action on those things that you know that you're procrastinating. And you use the excuse of perfectionism to keep you from acting and it keeps you from moving forward. So that's what, when I'm talking about overcoming perfectionism, I'm, I'm, th- I'm talking about overcoming that voice in your head that has you constantly think that you're not good enough. So I'm going to give you a couple of ideas that I wrote down about overcoming perfectionism that will help you perhaps look at perfectionism from a different point of view and that it might loosen your grip on wanting to be perfect all the time. And the number one um, concept that I want to talk about right now is the idea that, first of all, nothing is perfect. And I know that you know this. I know that intrinsically you know that nothing is perfect. But I think sometimes we have to step back, just look around. And even at the people that we most admire, the best athlete is not perfect. The best company is not perfect. The best entrepreneurs aren't perfect. There is a perfection in the imperfection of life. So that's the first thing that I, that I wanted to share with you, with you guys, uh, because we get stuck in thinking that the people that we most admire are perfect, that they had everything figured out before they actually started taking action, you know, towards that goal that they had. But in reality, imagine, for example, like think of the athlete that you most admire in the Olympics. If you watch the, the recent Olympics, um, re- the recent Olympics was the Winter Olympics. And I love watching the skaters, right? The most, oh my God, the most amazing ice skaters. You see them. And even the best ones in the, in the world, you see them fall. They're not perfect. Sometimes they can have perfect choreographies where they go out and they have a routine and they do it, you know, quote unquote, excellent. And they do it without falling, but within technique, there's always more and more and more and more and more that you could strive towards. But in reality, nothing is perfect and no one is perfect. And I think sometimes we need to sit with that thought so that we are able to let ourselves like be comforted by the fact that we don't have to be perfect either, that nothing is perfect and it's okay for us to be imperfect. In fact, you know, if you think about it, chances are that the people that you relate the most with are far from perfect because perfection is not relatable. We cannot relate to perfection because it doesn't exist. And since we don't find ourselves perfect, it's impossible for us to have a connection with something that we think is perfect. So just sit with that thought for a little bit in the sense that nothing is perfect. And so you don't have to be perfect and it's okay for you not to be perfect. And whenever I find myself comparing myself, because that's one of the things that makes 
perfectionism worse is when you start comparing yourself and wherever, you know, whatever goal that you're pursuing, when you're looking at other people who have already accomplished that goal or who are a lot more advanced in, in what you are in your, whatever area of expertise you're trying to get better at, you know, that, that comparison can start driving you nuts and you can fall into the trap of just feeling like you're never, ever, ever, ever good enough. So just understand, nobody's perfect. We don't have to be perfect. And you can put your hand on your heart for a little bit and just say, I'm not perfect. And that's perfect. <laughs> I'm not perfect. And that is perfectly okay. So that's the first thing is acknowledging that nothing is perfect. And that there's a perfection in imperfection. Okay, number two. And this is so, so key for me. It's literally been a game changer. Mamacita, this, that what I'm about to share with you. And it's that you have to realize that perfection is the enemy of everything. So they say that good is the enemy of great, but perfection is the enemy of everything. And I actually like another quote that my husband always says, because instead of saying it, because some people say perfect is the enemy of good. But my husband always says, perfect is the enemy of done. And that is my favorite thing. Now I say it all the time. Perfect is the enemy of done. And sometimes what we actually need to do is to get things done. Obviously, you know, putting in our best effort is awesome. We, it feels good when we actually are trying to do um, everything to the best of our capabilities. However, in that Striving for perfection when we're doing whatever it is that we're doing, we can forget that if we stay stuck in that looking for perfection, that that thing that we're doing will never get done. Chances are, if we're looking for perfection, what we'll end up doing is procrastinating more and avoiding what needs to be done even more. Because sometimes the the burden of the perfection that we're looking for can be so heavy that it will rip us and it will take away the motivation that we have to getting that thing done, whatever that thing is. So I want you to think about an area in your life where perhaps perfection is getting in the way or perfectionism, where your standard is so high that you're not even getting it done at all. And I know in the past, there were a lot of things that I was using perfectionism as an excuse. And so that thing simply wouldn't get done. And I would be doing all this work on the back end, but it would never be, the things weren't getting done like in the timely manner because I was always striving for a perfectionism that was non-existent. And so that perfectionism was, was getting in the way of, of that thing being done. And done is better than perfect. Because <laughs> the perfect doesn't exist, remember? Perfect is the enemy of done. And sometimes what we need to do is to get things done. Number three. Oh, this is so important. Oh, this episode, Mamacita, is so important. I don't know about you, but for me, it's like, wow. I wish... I had heard an episode like this before when I was dealing with all those perfectionistic issues. And these are reminders, literally, that I have to give myself all the time because I think when we are 
people who struggle with perfectionism, it's, it's almost like it's innate in us. I don't know. I was thinking about it and I was thinking, are we born perfectionists or is that something that's imposed on us? I know some of us tend to be a little bit more competitive than others, you know, just from the, you know, from our personalities and that some of the personality traits can be completely innate within us. I know that I've always been a very competitive person since I was, since I was very little. Um, but I also think sometimes these traits of perfectionism can also be passed down, you know, from having parents or people of influence in our lives that have high standards. And then we look up to them and then we raise our standards and then we live as high achievers, which is good. You know, like I said, in the beginning of the podcast, but sometimes, you know, it's good until it holds us back. There you go. Okay. So number three, this one is super important is that we need to welcome mistakes. And we need to see mistakes as our friends. So mistakes have to be seen as stepping stones. And there is no progress without mistakes. So I think this is a huge mind shift that needs to happen in order for us to overcome, overcome perfectionism. And this is, I think, one of the biggest mind shifts or mindset shifts that we need to do when we let go of perfectionism uh, is that mistakes can no longer be seen as something to avoid. But mistakes have to be seen as our teachers and mistakes have to be seen as the stepping stone for the next, for the next good thing to come. So a lot of people that are perfectionists, they really, you know, or, you know, and when I was struggling a lot with perfectionism, I was always afraid, like, oh my gosh, what if I do this? And it's a mistake. And then I don't know, it just dawned on me after, maybe after reading so many articles about mistakes, about how mistakes are our biggest teachers, about how there is no greatness ever comes from somebody that didn't make mistakes. And it's so true. If you think about anything, again, going back to the example of the, of the amazing athletes that we admire, how many times do these skiers have to fall down the slopes in order to learn how to, you know, how to, <laughs> how to ski so fast down with such amazing accurateness? You know, they, they have to make mistakes. They have to have made more mistakes than we ever made because they're constantly having to put themselves out there in whatever they're doing. The gymnasts that you see, how many times do they, do they fall? Do they, you know, make a mistake before they actually do that triple summer, whatever, assault in the air, and they land perfectly. It's all about making mistakes. And when we are focused on perfection, sometimes we forget that mistakes, our mistakes along the way, are actually stepping stones to our greatness and to our excellence. And that there's no way of improving without making mistakes. And now a word from our sponsor. Hola mamacitas, have you heard about the hottest new arrival at Ulta Beauty? Fenty Beauty by Rihanna is now at Ulta Beauty. Learn how to achieve the now coveted Fenty face and this game-changing glow, just like Rihanna, with the following three easy steps. First, start with light as air foundation for skin that looks like skin all day with Fenty's Ease Drop Blurring Skin Tint. Light to medium coverage, hydrating, soft blurred finish. 
Second, set it off with just the right contour plus highlight with Fenty's Kilowatt Freestyle Highlighter Duo. Cream to powder, show-stopping shimmer. Third, protect your glow from shine any place, any time with Fenty's Invisimat Blotting Powder. Absorbs shine and diffuses the look of pores. So what are you waiting for? Shop now. Fenty Beauty by Rihanna at Ulta Beauty. So I'll I'll share something, you know, personal that I struggled a lot and I still struggle with it because I think those things are are things that are just, it's always going to be there. Um, Because I speak several languages, you know, I make mistakes in pretty much all the languages that I speak, but because I have a tendency to be a perfectionist and I have really high standards, I'm very critical about the way that I communicate, about the way that I talk. And on top of that, you know, I studied journalism and in school. Um, But in any case, when I first started doing uh, the podcast episodes in Spanish and even in English, when I would listen to them, and I still am critical when I listen to my own content, very critical, in fact. But I try not to beat myself up so much now anymore. When I listen to something and I make a grammatical mistake, um, whether it's said in Spanish or whether it's in English, because I'm sure you can find mistakes in my communication skills in English as well, I try to just take note of what I considered a mistake or what I didn't like so that it could be my teacher for the next time around. Or let's say that I'm listening to an episode where I couldn't seem to find the vocabulary that I wanted to express a particular um, message. What I'll do afterwards is I'll look up different words so that I can increase my vocabulary, expand my vocabulary. And I've done this a lot in, particularly in my episodes in Spanish. And as a result, my vocabulary in Spanish has increased tremendously. And I always encourage on top of that for my parents and for my relatives, you know, who are uh, native Spanish speakers like me, but who have lived even longer in their native countries to uh, critique me and to, you know, give me feedback on the mistakes that I made in Spanish. And I realized that because I allow myself now to make mistakes and to learn from the mistakes, I keep improving and that improvement keeps me motivated. So now I focus on improvement over perfection. Improvement over perfection. And I think that is a huge, huge um, turning point. It was a huge turning point for me because it no longer became about, you know, being perfect on camera or on the podcast. It's all about, I try to really focus on improvement. Improvement over perfection. And that is actually point number four that I wanted to make is that when you focus also in your life in trying to improve and have your mistakes improve you and you focus on improvement rather than perfection, it can be a total game changer. And you can just see that your growth is going to come through the mistakes. And in realizing that you'll embrace the mistakes you won't do it. You won't make them on purpose. I'm not saying make mistakes on purpose, but put yourself out there. Don't be afraid of making mistakes because those mistakes will, will make you improve 
will make you progress and will push you forward. And they'll, they'll get you closer to where you actually want to be. So that's number four. Okay, number five. This one is similar to the one that I said. So I said improvement over perfection. This one I'm going to say also meaning over perfection. So when you find meaning in what you're doing and you put the meaning of what you're doing over the perfection, I find that you're also going to be focusing. It's, it's where the focus goes, that energy flows. And when you focus on the meaning, you'll realize sometimes that even though your message is not perfect, that there's meaning in it, that there's a reason for sharing it, that there's a reason for doing it and for you to keep at it. Because meaning means that there's some joy and significance behind whatever is that you're doing. Perfectionism sometimes doesn't really have, if it's perfectionism without meaning, who cares, right? We, nobody wants perfection. We want meaning. And I realize a lot of the times what, you know, things that were holding me back and what I do is that I was focused on the perfection rather than being focused on the meaning and the significance and the message that I wanted to share with my audience. And now I realize if it's something worth sharing, I have to share it whether it's perfect or not, really doesn't matter. So in whatever you are trying to improve and wherever you hold your hand standards really, really high, realize, like, think about, okay, when you're doing what it is that you're doing, are you doing it with meaning? Are you doing it with joy? Are you doing it with significance? And if you are, then it's time to stop being so focused on the perfection because that perfection will keep you from actually sharing your product, sharing your message, sharing your gifts with the world. Okay, number six. I think in order to overcome perfectionism, we need to let go of the idea that if you let go of your perfectionism, that you're becoming a low achiever. And I think this is one of the reasons that we tend to want to keep the label of the perfectionist because people who struggle with perfectionism, we are high achievers like I mentioned in the beginning of the podcast. So we don't want to ever, ever, ever be labeled as low achievers, right? <laughs> we want to make things that are excellent and that are great and that are, wor like are worth sharing, you know, whether it is that, you know, whether it's a product that we're developing as an entrepreneur or whether it's, you know, whether, you know, even like my husband, for example, he, you know, he strives for excellence in what he does, which is root canals. And, and so he, he will never want to be labeled. He would never want to be labeled as a low achiever. He's always like the high achiever. You know, I'm a high achiever in what I do as well. So we were, we're afraid that if we let go of the label of perfectionism, that we might be considered a low achiever. So I think in order to overcome perfectionism, we need to let go of that. We need to realize that letting go of that label of perfectionism doesn't mean that all of a sudden we're going to be not striving for excellence. If anything, we should strive to be, instead of the perfectionist, which focuses on the negative and on beating ourselves up, on becoming a non-perfectionistic high achiever. So a non-perfectionistic high achiever. Perfectionistic. Does that word exist? I think so. <laughs> non a non-perfectionistic high achiever. 
Yes, that word exists. <laughs> okay. And then the last idea that I wanted to share with you is this. Number seven is, and I'm just going to say it just like it is, even though you might not like it. And even though you probably will resist it if you're a perfectionist is to embrace the messy. Embrace the messy as you strive for excellence. Like embrace it. Just be like, yep, this is part of the whole process. The messiness and the, yeah, all this messy stuff, the not, the non-perfection is part of the striving for excellence and the striving for outstanding. You're going to make mistakes along the road. You're going to fall. You're going to have to get back up. You're going to have to tweak. You're going to have to correct. You have to course correct. And that's all part, part of the process. And also to remind yourself that it's all about growth. It's not about perfection. It's about, it's about growth. And growth has growing pains, right? We all know, we've all heard of the expression of growing pains. When we grow, we have pains. And perhaps those, those, that pain can be interpreted in those moments in time where, where we make mistakes and we have to tweak and we have to course correct. And it's all part, part of the process. Um, and finally, it's not, a, it's not something that I wrote down as a, as an, an, a number, but I think it's important to look back and take a look at our progress. Like write down, sometimes us perfectionists have a hard time looking at how far we've come and looking at our progress and celebrating the progress that we've had. Because we get stuck in getting better and getting better and we get, gotta get better and we just gotta keep going and we gotta keep better and <laughs> I don't know, but I'm like that. And so, you know, we have to like sometimes like just steps, you know, like get quiet and go within and take a look at all of the things that we've accomplished and take a look at everything that we do and all the things that we achieve from day to day and like pat ourselves on the back and acknowledge everything that we're trying to do and be proud of ourselves. Be proud of ourselves for, for striving for the excellence and in the outstanding and in being okay with the fact that we're not perfect. I hope that this imperfect podcast episode helps you somehow. I would love to know where you struggle with your uh, perfectionism. Because this, this, this really, we can be talking about perfectionism in all its forms, like perfectionism in terms of motherhood. As mothers, we want to be perfect. And it's a hard pill to swallow when we, <laughs> we realize that we're not perfect. This could be with, you know, this could, you could take this topic and, you know, look at your business if you're an entrepreneur like myself and you could beat yourself up sometimes as a perfectionist in terms of your business not being where you want it to be and you always striving for it to be perfect and falling into the trap uh, you know of thinking that somebody else's business is perfect remember there's nothing perfect there's so many areas where um you know perfectionism seems to creep in in our lives even like for example i was thinking about it when i was preparing the episode um you know when people get married and they have that idea that that wedding day has to be perfect. Have you ever, in those shows that they, you know, those shows, what is it called? Bridezilla and, and all these different shows that they show. I've seen 
um, a lot of shows where the bride, you know, in her beautiful day and the day that, you know, supposed to mean so much for her, won't let go of that idea that that day has to be perfect. And then when it isn't perfect, which of course, there's no such thing as a perfect day, when it doesn't go though exactly the way they planned, it just basically, it's like, it's as if all of a sudden, all the meaning and all the goodness is taken and stripped away from that person's day because one thing didn't go right. And I think in examining something like that, we can realize for ourselves and where we struggle with perfectionism that we can't let like little things that aren't perfect destroy the entire image of what we're doing and what we're trying to accomplish. I hope I'm I'm relaying the message in a in a in a way that it's understood, but don't get caught up in those perfections that if they're not done the way that you want it to be done, um, that it ruins your perception of yourself or of what you're trying to do, like the bigger, the bigger picture. Because I think when we step back and look at the bigger picture, we realize, wow, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect in order for it to be really cool and really fun and really amazing and excellent. Who doesn't love excellence? <laughs> bueno, mamacita, if you want to comment on this episode, go to mamasconganas.com forward slash 127. I'd love to know your thoughts on perfectionism, how you struggle with perfectionism, how you overcome perfectionism, what you've learned um, about your struggle with perfectionism that perhaps now helps you move forward and helps you do things in a different way and where you might be stuck still in that struggle. I will see you next time. This episode will be available in Espanol. Hasta la próxima. I love you. Chaito. Hey, it's Valentina. Espero te gustó este episodio de nuestro podcast. If you liked it or if any of our content has inspired you in any way, I'd be ever so grateful if you showed some amorcito by reviewing us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Every single review will help us reach more mamacitas so they can live their life con muchas ganas. It's because of you, our listeners, that we're able to create contenido para otras Latinas. Un millón de gracias por suscribirte, escuchar y compartir nuestro podcast. Si tienen preguntas, comentarios y más, pueden visitar nuestra página web mamasconganas.com or follow us on social media at mamasconganas. You can also write me directly at info at mamasconganas.com. Hasta la próxima. Es Valentina recordándote, don't be a mama con drama. Mm -mm. Let's be mamas con ganas. Besitos.